Hello, my name is Janelle, and welcome to the Genuinely Janelle podcast. I believe everyone's stories, including my own, matters. Stories help me gain a better understanding of myself, the world, and connects me with other people. So I hope through the stories of my life and the conversations I have with others, you will one day find the confidence and courage in your voice to share your story. Now, let's hear a story. It's officially my favorite season of the year, fall. As a friendly reminder, climate change and global warming is real. So if you're tuning in from California or the West Coast, it may not feel like the typical sweater weather where you just cuddle up or be snuggled up in bed all day. Whether you live in California or anywhere else in this world, I hope this prolonged season of heat and humidity opens your eyes to the reality of why it's so important to care about our carbon footprint, the environment, and the actions we can do to eradicate the harm that we're inflicting on Mother Earth. Remember, Mother Nature doesn't need us. We need Mother Nature. On a completely separate note, it hasn't wrapped around my mind that the days in this month literally zoomed right by my eyes. In the past couple of weeks, I've been slightly overwhelmed by certain aspects in my life. So I've been taking one step at a time, one day at a time, to balance work and the other priorities in my personal life. Anyways, I'm really excited because I've been patiently waiting this entire past week to record and publish today's episode titled, Accountability is not meant to be an attack. For context, accountability is one of the many things that I value generally as a person and within my various relationships, familial, platonic, romantic, etc. Throughout my life thus far, I've had experiences in being held accountable, holding other people accountable, and holding myself accountable. Most recently, literally last week, I shared a cartoon picture from Blog It Comics sharing a few of the different ponytail hairstyles and its general mood it conveys. It wasn't until one of my close friends directly messaged me to bring to attention that one of the pictures on the comic was perpetuating the stereotype of a high-maintenance black woman. I really appreciate that my friend took the time to message me because I want to be as inclusive and mindful as possible. So in that moment, I realized I had an unintentional slight lapse in judgment. I saw the picture in the lens of, oh, this comic is cute and these are different ways I would style my hair in a ponytail. It wasn't until my friend pointed the image out to me when I realized how the picture perpetuates not only a stereotype towards black women, but also a harmful stereotype for women in general. I admit and I take full accountability that I made the mistake of not looking at that image in a different perspective or a much larger lens. As I've mentioned many times before, I'm not perfect and I'm bound to make mistakes which is why I really appreciate my family, friends, and loved ones who are not afraid to keep me accountable as well as have patience with me as I learn from my mistakes. Accountability is a huge topic right now and it's more prevalent in conversations surrounding climate change, COVID-19, police brutality, politics, and much more. Those topics are heavy and definitely worth talking about on a public platform, but for today's episode, I wanted to focus more on talking about accountability in the intimate personal areas of our lives. 
Anyone who knows me knows how much I love asking questions and having deep discussions. So I actually reached out to my friends and my partner to ask them the following questions. One, how do you define accountability? Two, what are some experiences you had in being held accountable and holding someone else accountable? Three, what are your thoughts of accountability in regard to friendships, your close relationships, and your romantic partnership? Those questions created a great foundation to dive deeper into discussion where I came to more of an understanding of perspectives other than my own, and it inspired me to continue self-reflecting on my own experience. Through the discussions with my friends and partner, we've come to the general consensus that our definition of accountability aligns with the dictionary, which defines accountability as an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. We all generally agree that accountability is holding others responsible for their actions and ensuring they're meeting a standard, whether that be a standard that was set for them on a professional level by an employer or manager, a standard set by society in terms of moral ethics, or a standard set by themselves. We generally agree that accountability is acknowledging our own mistakes and taking responsibility for how our actions, emotions, and certain thoughts can potentially impact others. We all generally agree that accountability is not meant to be an attack or a form of punishment. Lastly, we all generally agree that there are many different types of accountability. In today's episode, I'll be sharing the key notes and lessons I learned from the discussions I had with my friends and partner, especially focusing on what was discussed regarding personal accountability, being held accountable by someone else, and holding your family, friends, and loved ones accountable. As I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, I really appreciate my family, friends, and loved ones who are not afraid to keep me accountable as well as have patience with me as I learn from my mistakes. In life, there are so many things that are out of our control, which is why personal accountability is so important to me because it puts a focus on what I can control. I specifically perceive personal accountability as the ownership of my life. By controlling my actions, certain thoughts, and emotions, then being willing to answer for the outcomes that result from them. Personal accountability is difficult because the biggest barriers we have to overcome are our ego, insecurities, and pride. Whether you want to admit it or not, we all have our own level of ego, insecurities, and pride, which can impact the different areas of our life. Personal accountability requires vulnerability with oneself, and I empathize with how difficult that can be. It's definitely way easier said than done because with personal accountability, we must acknowledge the parts of ourselves we don't like, are trying to hide, or are trying to improve upon. We must chill our ego and recognize that the world is so much bigger than ourselves. And we must set our pride aside because we're not perfect. We'll never have life completely together and there are still so many opportunities for us to grow. There is a phrase, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And in essence, personal accountability requires you to actively call yourself out and put yourself in check. You have to call yourself out for the excuses you've made to not put action in transforming your dreams, goals, and visions into reality. You have to call yourself out when you aren't adhering to the expectations and standards you've set for yourself. In other words, you have to call yourself out when you don't practice what you preach. You have to call yourself out when you blame other people and refuse to accept any type of responsibility for an issue you've contributed to. You have to call yourself out when you blame other people for the reason you're unable to heal or move forward. You have to call yourself out on the mistakes you've made and be willing to learn from them. 
And lastly, you have to call yourself out on your traits that have grown to become toxic. Personal accountability is part of my ongoing self-development journey. And some ways I put myself in check are by accepting feedback with gratitude, acknowledging when I've overcommitted myself when I schedule things within a week, because I admit that sometimes I schedule things back to back thinking everything will be fine, but I end up being so physically drained that I need to take mental health breaks. I put myself in check by acknowledging when I've contributed to a problem and then apologizing when I'm unable to honor commitments, make a mistake, unintentionally offend someone, etc. And lastly, I put myself in check by refusing to blame someone for how I'm going to heal or react to a situation. For example, when my first relationship came to an end, I could have chosen to fall into destructive behaviors that don't align with who I am and blame my ex-boyfriend for them. Instead, I took accountability and recognized that in order for me to move on, I needed to choose to move forward. Overall, when I think of personal accountability, I often think of power and control because I know I don't have the power to control everything, but I do have the power to control my actions, certain thoughts, and emotions. So with my love for self-reflection, I often ask myself, one, am I willing to own up to the consequences, whether bad or good, of the things I've chosen to control in my life? Two, how will I use my power? Three, is this person or experience trying to take away my power or am I willfully giving my power? Four, what can I control? Five, where will I direct my power? I believe that when you're genuinely able to hold yourself accountable for your actions, certain thoughts, and behaviors, it won't be or it shouldn't be much of an issue when your family, friends, and loved ones hold you accountable. I've come to realize that the close people in my life have different communication styles, conflict styles, and just an overall approach in how they keep me accountable. And here are just a few examples of the people in my life and how they keep me accountable. The way my mom keeps me accountable is by being very direct and then asking me questions to see if I remember what I said I was going to do or if it's something that I still want to do. For example, she'll say, Janelle, you said you were going to take me to the store so I can buy groceries today. So are you still going to take me to the store in this situation my mom was basically just keeping me accountable for a commitment that i made to her and she was simply following up to see if i'm going to honor the commitment as for my guy best friends they hold me accountable in various ways one of my guy best friends is slightly aggressive in his tone so if you're a third party person and you hear him talk to me i know for sure you'll be kind of thrown off because it'll seem like him and i are arguing but it's simply the way he is in general and just simply how we communicate with one another. Two of my guy best friends are more neutral in their tone when they keep me accountable and then they'll be a sounding board by letting me share my thoughts and asking me guiding questions. Then I have another one of my guy best friends who is more gentle and nurturing in his approach when he talks to me. Then my girl best friends are more like my mom where they keep me accountable by being very direct and then asking me questions of clarification. An example of this was when I shared with my girl best friends that I was using the dating app Bumble. Anyone who knows me would know that the dating apps would be the last place you would see me because people know that I can be wild in but I don't like wasting my time 
I wouldn't want to intentionally break someone's heart and I'm a hopeless romantic in the way I view love and relationships. So when my girl best friends found out I was using Bumble, they kept me accountable by simply asking questions of clarification to make sure that my decision to use Bumble was still in alignment with who I am and making sure that I was still being wise as I was wild in. Lastly, my partner keeps me accountable through our general discussions. My partner and I have in-depth conversations and I realized that he'll ask me questions for clarification, questions for reflection, and he'll also bring up different perspectives so I can look at my situation with a different lens. Of course, there have been situations where some people in my life have gone a little too far in their attitude, tone, or what they were saying where it actually began to feel disrespectful. So in those moments, I immediately address it. In that way, they're aware that their approach in keeping me accountable has crossed a boundary of respect and what I can emotionally or mentally tolerate at the time. I admit that in my past personal experience, I used to feel so attacked when my family, friends, and loved ones would hold me accountable, but I realized it was never meant as an attack or to make me feel bad about myself. They were coming from a place of compassion because of how much they care and love me. I recognized that my family, friends, and loved ones were simply holding me accountable for the expectations and standards I set for myself, as well as the dreams, goals, and visions I told them I wanted to transform into reality. As I mentioned before, the biggest barriers we have to overcome are our ego, insecurities, and pride. With our ego, insecurities, and pride, there is a huge wall surrounding us. So when someone holds us accountable, I empathize that we can't help but initially feel like someone is attacking us and feel like someone is forcing us to do something uncomfortable. However, the reality is that accountability creates discomfort. Accountability is uncomfortable. So, in my perspective, when your family, friends, and loved ones hold you accountable and you're already putting the work to hold yourself personally accountable, there is less general discomfort because you've already developed a growth mindset. So, accountability should be seen less like an attack and more like an opportunity to address a concern or an issue as well as see what areas you can grow and improve upon. As for holding other people accountable, my friends, partner, and I have come to the general consensus that accountability can result in healthier relationships, the strengthening of relationships, and overall encourage relationships to flourish. In general, accountability can make and or break relationships and it helps reveal who in your life truly cares about you and loves you. I also want to acknowledge that holding other people accountable is very difficult because it has always been an unspoken concept. It's interesting because from what I've noticed in my personal experiences and in social media, people have the audacity to hold other people accountable yet rarely hold themselves accountable. Also, people don't usually talk about accountability or feel comfortable talking about it within their relationships. I know that I like to talk about really deep stuff within my relationships, but I personally believe accountability is an important topic discussion within your relationships that you value, you want to strengthen and preserve for a very long time, as well as amongst the people you truly love. My partner said it perfectly when he said, I can't always know what it's like to walk in your shoes, so I can't always hold you to the same standard as me. 
In other words, we can empathize with people to a certain degree, but there will still be a part of their experience that we won't fully understand. That is why when I hold my family, friends, and loved ones accountable, I always make sure to do it with love, compassion, patience, as well as only hold them accountable for the expectations and standards they've created themselves. For instance, one of my friends told me they are going to be studying for the LSAT, the law school admissions test. So to keep them accountable, I simply follow up with them on their progress. And if they haven't made any progress, I like to ask them, you know, what happened and if the LSAT is something that they want to take. When I keep my family, friends, and loved ones accountable, I fully understand that I'm not their gatekeeper and it's never my intention to want to control them. I'm simply holding them accountable for their actions, certain thoughts, and emotions that they share with me. I realize and understand that at times it may seem like I'm trying to fix people, solve other people's problems for them, or I may unintentionally cross a boundary. However, that is not my intention at all. That's why I believe it's so important to have the discussion of accountability within my relationships because I'll never know how you feel unless you communicate it with me. I'll never know I crossed a boundary of yours if you don't tell me. One of the many things that stood out to me in my discussions with my friends and partner was when one of my guy best friends, Hui, told me, Janelle, you will always have permission to always hold me accountable in all aspects of my life. And the way that Hui gave me permission to keep him accountable and the fact that we're able to have this kind of discussion, it gives you a better idea of my friendship with Hui and the friendships I currently have in my life. My current best and close friends and I have the kind of friendship where we have mutual respect for one another, we trust one another, and we are able to hold one another accountable even if it may be uncomfortable because we understand that we care and love one another to truly look out for one another. Another thing that stands out to me is how my partner and I are able to have in-depth conversations and keep one another accountable through our general discussions. For example, my partner and I plan on going fishing soon and this past weekend I reminded my partner that if he really wants to go fishing, especially charter fishing, he needs to get his rod and reel. My partner knows it's not my intention to attack him. I was just simply holding him to his word and following up with him because he said he wants to go fishing. Overall, my partner and I mutually agree that we experience things differently, even if it may be the same situation, which is why we're going to be as mindful as possible in managing ourselves and the impact we make in our relationship when it's appropriate to hold one another accountable and communicate what are our boundaries. In the words of my best friend, Nosh, when you're holding someone accountable, you're basically communicating to them, if you say you'll do something or say you'll be better, I expect you to follow through. Of course, life gets in the way sometimes, but if you constantly allow yourself to remain stagnant and make excuses for yourself, then I honestly can't help you, nor should I have to because I ain't nobody's gatekeeper. I'll hold you accountable, but it's up to you if you want to reflect on your actions and figure out if it's something you need to change about yourself. If you do, then great. If not, then be prepared to cut connections with not just me, but probably other relationships in your life if your actions are constantly negatively impacting yourself and your circle. In other words, when you're being held accountable, holding others accountable, or holding yourself accountable, the question that will be asked is, are you going to take ownership of your actions, certain thoughts, and emotions? At the end of the day, you must take responsibility for your actions, certain thoughts, 
thoughts and emotions, and you need to understand that there are consequences, bad or good, that result from them. If you truly want to grow in life, as well as encourage the people around you to grow, accountability is an important topic discussion. Accountability is not meant to be an attack, nor is it meant to be a punishment. Instead, accountability should be seen as an opportunity to grow and improve upon yourself and grow within your respective relationships. Thank you so much for allocating time in your day to listen to this episode. I look forward to sharing another story of mine in the next episode. Stay tuned and in the meantime, I hope you have a relaxing and productive day.